Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Efficiency Bitch Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. This podcast is dedicated to all the women out there who are aspiring to have a career while raising a family. And bitch? Well, that's more than a name and even an attitude. (laughs) We use it as an acronym. It's for bank, inbox, time, connection, and harmony. Each episode is labeled according to the correct topic so that you can efficiently find the topic that you're looking for. I'm here to tell you, you can have your cake and eat it too. The trick is finding efficient ways to get through the have-tos so that you can make room for your best life. I can show you how. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to introduce you to two wonderful guests today. I have the privilege of knowing these women in real life, and I can't wait to introduce you to Lauren Wood and Michelle Colbert. Hi, ladies. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good. I'm so happy you're here. So, Well, here in the virtual world, right? I, I never interview people in person. I just, COVID taught me not to do that. So. Here we are on Zoom. I will would love if you would introduce yourselves, who you are, where you come from, and how you do life. I'm Michelle Colbert. I am the owner, along with my husband, Brian Colbert, of the Rise Real Estate Group, recently merged with the Wood Real Estate team. And so lucky to call us now the Wood and Rise Real Estate Group. So excited to have that. We're obviously in the real estate business, have been in business in Arizona for about seven years now. And yeah, just continuously growing and learning in a super, uh, I would say definitely a gritter and a go-getter. And I love that about us for sure. Yeah. And I'm Lauren Wood. I work alongside my husband, Rodney Wood, and uh, with the Colberts as well. And uh, yeah, it's actually my husband has been in business for about 23 years as a realtor. I jumped on board with him. I don't even know how long ago, maybe six, six years ago, six years ago. And, and then we got really big and needed to align with somebody else who could also work along with us. And that's how we ended up becoming one. And but we're, I think all four of us are just very, very driven, a very, a very high work, work ethic. So we all just combine very well together. But yeah, we've been in Arizona now for 25, so 27 years, a long time. Yeah, that's awesome. That's as long as I've been alive. No, that's not true. I'm more than 27 years old. That's not true. It's not true at all. <laughs> well, we're going to go with it. <laughs> so ladies, we are going to talk about connection today. And it's the C of my B word. And it's a really important one to me. I find a lot of importance in community, not just in going out into the world and networking with people and meeting all the people. That's an amazing element of it, but also connecting one-on-one with people. I like to talk about giving back, philanthropy. I sit on some boards, some not-for-profit boards, different things like that. Ways that we can as ambitious women, connect back to other human beings. I think it's a really unique part of what makes the animal of a human so special is that we really want that connection and we want and we thrive with connection. So I, w- I w- was really excited that, to have the both of you come on because one of the things that the Woodrise team does really well is community events and getting your name out there so people know you, but also specific people. And I would really love to hear you talk about where that vision came from, how you brought it to life, and how you can continue to evolve it over time. 
Mm-hmm. Well, actually, we both had two different ways of approaching it, which was actually great because then we were able to work as one. We were able to balance off each other. For us, we were, I've kind of done a lot more smaller scale things where I've done more community organization type things or community type events, everything from being an, an Eastmark travel club to giant Eastmark community events, where Michelle's done more, a little bit grandiose, a little bit broader things, where she's done new home for the holidays, where she works with an entire, pretty much all of Arizona for that type of community level of things. So we both do... Um, Different types of community things that we definitely connect a lot. Yeah, like I said, in smaller scales, well, larger scales. And we did found that she had a lot of ways to connect the community that I didn't and vice versa. It was just been a fantastic win-win scenario, balancing our methods, our ideas, our personalities. It's just really been a fabulous blend. And we've just been really honored and thrilled with the way community even accepted us. Because even too, when we did the merge, we weren't sure the community was going to reject it. Like, what the heck's going on here? And, and <laughs> Very welcome, welcome your arms, and we've had great success and great feedback. And so we are going to be more happy. And they're like extremely wonderful people we've met throughout these connections and events and community events that we do as far as like House for Refuge connections we have. And there's another big event like the Chicago Fest in the spring that we were able to connect and able to get like a 501c3 set up through this nonprofit organization. Just things like that that we've been able to do just through connections alone. Mm-hmm. It's been unbelievable and it's everything that we could have asked for plus more. So from a business perspective, that all makes really good sense, right? Like you go out and you find community events and so that you meet people. But as individuals, how do you pick and choose which events are important to you? And then what do you do outside of outside of your work environment to, to build those connections with people as well? Well, I think to in terms of which event we choose or how we connect with people is I think we stay really... Or- we stay true to ourselves in terms of what we relate to. And so we, we involve ourselves in activities that we feel like we have a connection with, that we uh, like working with the people on it. Like we're on the East Mark Entrepreneurs where, so we're small business owners. We like to deal with other people who are small business owners because we can relate to that. We can talk to people about that. We feel like hopefully we can contribute and we can also definitely learn. And so we try and stay in, in, in groups that we really feel that we can connect to people on a more one-to-one basis. We have more in common. And so I just, that's a good way we, um, able to draw better connections and rambling. So I feel like you're better like stick to our morals too. So if it's if it's a charity event somebody asked us to donate to or to sponsor and we don't necessarily agree with it, we might not to do it that time. Of course mm-hmm. say we don't agree with your views so we're not going to do it. And it might be something where we're like, okay, I don't think that's something that I personally feel like I can contribute to because I don't mm-hmm. necessarily believe in that cause. So everything that we do or that we contribute or have our hand in we morally believe that is the right thing to do. And we have the same beliefs when it comes to this. And we come together as a team being like, yes, we feel strongly about doing this. Let's move forward. No questions asked type of thing. So it has to fit in our morals and our beliefs in order for us to actually commit to it too. Yeah, that's awesome. And brand awareness. And from a business perspective, you guys do it better than anybody that I know with making sure that your brand is visible and is is known. And that's a really hard thing to do both from a business perspective, but as individuals as well, making sure that your name and your your voice is out there. So I commend you on that. Now, I have to ask this. Lauren is one of the most organized people I know. And it's really impressive. I love it. We're cut from the same cloth in that space and you definitely have me beat. But what are some of your tips, Lauren, on how you do this? Like you keep track of details incredibly well. What's Where have you learned that? What are some of your secrets and how did you get there? Now, in terms of organization, I've always had a bit of OCD going on, but uh, but I think one of the 
one of the tricks I learned a long time ago is I try and separate things into what I learned was called the ABC category, but we've talked about this before. It's called ABC. So I, we literally, I literally judged it by, it only fit in one of three categories, A being the highest, B being the second highest, and C being that you only get to it if you have spare time. And so I focus only on A priorities, right? Find the average person might have like, I walk in someone's office and they've got 20 different post-it notes on the wall. And I'm thinking, how can you function? How do you know which post you just randomly grab one that you work on? I find that kind of shocking. And so I just, it's just all separated into three piles and I go through my, my A pile has to be done first and it's even broken down to days. So it's like, this is A pile for Monday, A pile for Tuesday, A pile for Wednesday. And so I make sure everything is done in a very timely, a timely way because of it. So that kind of helps to make sure that things don't get missed, that I don't drop the bowl, that I hit every deadline and that I respond to everybody who's waiting for responses from me. And getting back to it's always top priority clients are always a priority above everything else is get back to clients first and that and then all my tasks go below all that type of things. But I think at prioritizing just them in the right category, I also do a lot of time management. I okay. actually write out my tasks for the day, what day of the time they're going to get done because I find I could easily waste a lot of time on something if I don't focus on, I need to get this done by 10 o'clock. I need to get this done by 11 o'clock. And I think that's so Lauren sticks with her calendar, her paper calendar. She carries it everywhere with her. Paper is the way to go. <laughs> Oh, I know you think that. <laughs> I'm all about Google calendars. So my time logs, my days are trying to log similar to Lauren's, but on a Google calendar versus a piece of paper. I'm pulling Lauren into the world of technology slowly over the last year. Don't send Lauren a Google invite. It's fine. That's why you said it. This pros and cons to both. Let's be honest. I do my, I do a lot on paper, a lot, probably more than most people would think. And then I have a lot in technology. And I do think that there are pros and cons to both pieces of it. When I'm at my desk, everything is on paper. If I'm out in the world, it's probably in my phone or on an electronic note. So there are so many different ways to do that. I recently have been having this issue where it's year end. All my clients want their financials done at the exact same time. There's only one of me. I can't get it all done at the same time. And so I've been telling myself, you will get three done. And that's it. And then you will stop. Because if I don't give myself that end, I will work through the night and I will just keep going because there's so much to do and there's so much pressure. And I know in your world, there has to be similar type of deadlines and pressure and all these people to get back to. Do you give yourself end times the way that you give yourself piles? <laughs> no, don't quote that from us. Lauren and I are workaholics and yeah. Yeah, let's it's just, hard. It's good and bad at the same time. I attempt to be super purposeful about taking my Sundays off, off going on appointments and things like that. Still, phone calls, emails, text messages do happen. Houses yeah. will sell on Sundays. Shocker. And so I still work on Sundays, but I am intentional about not going on appointments on Sundays, let's say. Yeah. But other than that, though, it's Monday through Saturday. And what time of day? To what time we go to bed? Yeah. <laughs> It's hard. I've been really struggling with that over the last, particularly if my business has scaled so significantly, trying to, I told my clients, if you email me, I'll get to it when I get to it. If you text me, I'll get back to you right away. Because not everything can be a fire. <laughs> but then when you have these deliverables, trying to really like hone in on what I can get done. If I let myself, I wouldn't see my kids for a week because I'd get everything done for year end. And I'd have very happy clients, but very miserable children. And I would probably be miserable too because I hadn't eaten or gone to the gym or anything else. So I'm really in this like new phase of giving myself cutoff times and not letting myself continue to go through <laughs> some of the tragic events that I've done in the past where I worked myself into 
exhaustion. So it's all about counterbalance. So it's yeah. not about balance. It's all about counterbalance and understanding that there'll be some weeks that you have to work late and your family knows. And then there'll be some weeks where you have to dive into your kids and they need to, like, they know that too. So it's all mm-hmm. about, in my opinion, counterbalance and finding that, finding that whatever it looks like for you as a person or an individual and just sticking to, if you go to the gym, put your phone away, no one's going to die in 45 minutes to an hour that you're at the gym. Yeah. That's a good point. I'm all about harmony too. I don't believe in balance. I don't think it's possible, but I like your concept of counterbalance too. For me, it's, there's ebbs and flows to all of it, right? But I ha- if I don't say no to myself, I'll just keep going. No, we want to. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. So ladies, tell me where the audience can find you. What's the best way to get in touch? And how do we, how do we find you? So you can find us on Instagram at Wood and Rise Real Estate Group, AZ, right? Is there an AZ at the end? Yes, I believe there's an AZ. And then the Wood, it's not the, so it's just Wood and Rise Real Estate Group.com is okay. our website. Cool. We'll make sure to put all the links in the show notes too. Wonderful, ladies. It was wonderful to have you here. Thank you so much. Don't work too hard. And you too. Stay <laughs> safe. All right. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Yeah, have a great day. Well, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new around here, please be sure to leave us a review on any podcast platform you're listening to. And you can always reach out to me to let me know what topics you're interested in hearing about or maybe telling me someone you think would be great for the show. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at EfficiencyBee. Until next time, see ya.